Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. And the ever so handsome Mr. Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Hey, Tori, happy new year to you and happy new year to everybody out there. Um, feeling good. How about you today? Good, good. Happy New Year's to you, too. I would kind of brag about the weather because, um, you uh, know, Don't do that, please. I may jump <laughs> through the phone on you. I may jump through the phone on you. There it is, six feet of it snow. Is. We got sunny skies, blue, nothing. It's perfect. <laughs> it is snowing out here. It is cold. The wind gusts making it. It's like 20 degrees here. It is, it, it oh is cold. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's crazy. That is so crazy. All right. Well, this is our first show for 2014, and we are happy to be back. Um, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Raj Delari's picture that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Um, Raj, Raj Delari, meet my co-host, Mike Reynolds. You did not meet him last summer because we had um, Tim Garrison on. Okay. Hi, Mike. Happy yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. All right. I'm good. So, I'm very good. Thank you. So we first met Raj Dulari last summer, Tim Garrison and I. Um, we were really impressed at her determination and her passion for her music. She was no less passionate and determined to record and release Journey of a Woman by January 1st, which she has accomplished all geared towards her journey to the Grammys. So, Raj Dulari, welcome back. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited for you. Um, I have been following you on Facebook. I get your um, Indiegogo newsletter. I've been checking out your website, um, you know, just to see the progress on Journey of a Woman. And I have to say this has truly been a labor of love for you. Yes, it has. And thank you. Thank you so much for supporting the music, for keeping up with, with what, we're go- what we've got going on. I really appreciate it. I can't do it without y'all. So thank you very much. And we talked to you last summer a little bit about um, the CD. So just kind of give us an update um, on what you did, where you've been. Um, I know you went to London, and I definitely want to hear about that. Yes, okay. So last summer we had talked about, you know, I was trying to get the Indiegogo campaign started, and I was raising funds for the album because I really wanted to finish it by the end of the year. And it's been an interesting process. I mean, we did the campaign, the fundraising campaign, and we didn't raise as much as we wanted, and for a minute I was thinking, oh, gosh, am I going to be able to do this album? I don't know. But thankfully, God is good. We, you know, we never take no for an answer at my team, and we've just been able to pull it together. I've had some awesome musicians, my producer, Aaron Brooks Roberts, uh, the band True Vibe that's worked with me, and we were able to make it happen. So I'm truly grateful for that. And then in the fall, uh, I went to London, Paris, and Amsterdam. Um, We literally did it on a whim. My boyfriend, who's also my manager, and I, in the beginning of 2013, we said, you know what, we got our tax return, let's just buy these tickets to London and see what happens. We were initially going to go for a vacation. And because we had worked so hard throughout the year, by the time that we got to London in October, we bought our tickets maybe in January or February. By the time we got to London in October, we had built such a buzz that we were able to connect with PR folks there and do some performances. And, you, you know, we did our Jazz FM radio performance um, and interview there. And a lot of things just kind of blew up. So it's been an, an awesome experience. I love going overseas, and I can't wait to go back again. Oh, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Now, I remember seeing something about um, a post on Facebook, I think, where you said that they wanted you to have uh, – uh, finish your your album and have it released by January 1st? 
Yes, we had talked. Um, I've been really fortunate. I have a great publicist. Her name is Monique Penny of Purple Rain PR. And um, my great friend who works, uh, works with us overseas for media and retail, his name is um, J.M. Soul of Music Connects. And we were talking as we were finishing the trip in October, and they said, you know, I was telling them about the Indiegogo project and about how things hadn't happened quite the way we wanted it to. We had, our, our goal was to raise 30000 and I think we raised like three grand or something. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was talking to him about it, and he said, you know, it would be a really great idea if you could start the new year off with a new album. I know it's hard for you to finish it, but, you know, things are happening for you in London, and you don't want to lose the momentum. So mm-hmm. basically when we came back to New York in October, we hadn't even started recording the album yet. We had done some writing and stuff, but we hadn't even started recording. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should just set the studio time and we should just try to get it done and set a goal. And I just was determined to make sure that I set it up the year right. And thankfully, by, by like the skin of our teeth, we made it happen. The album came off without a hitch, and now we have something awesome to talk about. So I'm in, truly grateful for that. In two months, you put that album together. That's a lot yes. of work. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, we have been playing some of the music. We did a, 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 a tour in June where we went to four different cities. We did uh, New York, three different cities. We did New York, Philly, and Boston. And as we were doing the fundraising campaign, we sort of previewed some of the music for folks. So the band, we already knew some of the new songs, but we hadn't recorded not a bit of music until, except for Natural, which we had released in May. But we hadn't recorded mm-hmm. anything until October. So it was definitely an endeavor. <laughs> wow. Now, your experience over in London, I know that, like me and Trey, we've had other artists on the show who went overseas, and uh, the experience for them, like with yourself, probably is that the music is more appreciated over there. You know, mm-hmm. as opposed to over here. Absolutely. Now, uh, have you thought about, like, you know, primarily being uh, uh, focused about really building a base over there, or you really can, you know, more in tune with trying to get a U.S. fan base as well? Because over there, they really, they, like, love the music. You know, if they, like, if they dig it, they really dig it. Yeah, I mean, I mm-hmm. you know, obviously, I'm I'm happy to be from the states. I'm I'm definitely a Midwest girl, and I love uh, having my music here. But I will go wherever I am asked to perform, and wherever people are supporting the music as much as possible. As an indie artist, you have to look at your markets and say, okay, where where am I getting the most love right now? What's going to make the most sense? And then you can come back home and and hang out and and have fun with your friends and and bring the music back home. So definitely I'm looking at, uh, you know, focusing a lot of my marketing and stuff overseas. I want to see what what it's like. I'm going to go back there probably in the summer this year, do some performances, um, connect with Jazz FM again and some of the folks there, and we'll see what happens. I mean, basically I'm willing to make music for whoever is coming out and supporting it. So if that happens to be London and the U.K., then that's what it happens to be. If it happens to be the U.S., I'm open to that too. So we'll see what happens. I I swear this this woman is determined. That should have been the name of the CD, Determined, because that's what you are. I know, right? Maybe that'll be CD number three. (laughs) So now, and you've been getting um, some great reviews and some good feedback on the CD. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I've been really fortunate. Um, A friend of mine who writes for a lot of different music blogs also writes for SoulTrain.com. So we were actually, um, the day before I released the album, and it's funny because when you're an independent artist and you release an album, it's really you and, like, a couple of your friends who are helping you put this stuff out. It's not like Mm -hmm. a major label or anything like that. So I had this release coming up on New Year's Day, but I was really trying to do as much as I could. So when my friend sent me an email and said, hey, I just want you to know you've made it on SoulTrain.com, I was beside myself. They actually named me the best of what's next for soulful artists to watch for 2014. So I got to thank my friend Stephanie Penn. She's the one who uh, wrote the article and included me among several uh, amazing, amazing musicians, Leon Timbo, Noella Charles, uh, Kurt Thurman, a lot of great guys. So it was, it was truly an honor and, and very excited. And I also made it on um, SoulTracks.com, which is another great independent soul music website as well. And also Pose Magazine? 
Pose Magazine, yep, exactly. Um, uh-huh. Pose Magazine is one of the most amazing. I've known, actually, the editor of Pose Magazine since 2007, before the magazine ever uh, came into existence. And they've had people like Monique on there, Layla Hathaway on their cover, uh, Maya Angelou. So to even, even be included, I was in their Best of Pose Magazine um, that came out in December. So that was a great honor. Well, I want to read what Tiffany Jones, um, editor of Pose Magazine, said. Raj Delari is what our ears so so desperately hunger for in this day and age. Emotion-filled violins, encouraging vocals, and diverse rhythms all reflect the creativity, femininity, and musical strength of Journey of a Woman. So that's a good yes. review there. Yeah, yes. great review. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so now... Um, Mike was not with us last summer, um, but just just as a recap, because I think your story is so interesting in how at 17 or as a, or as a teenager you moved to New York. So if you just kind of give us a, um, a recap on that for the listeners who did not hear that interview last summer. Well, I, I, moved, I, I moved to New York three years ago, not when I was 17. I moved to um, – I lived home when I was 17, but yeah. I moved to New York uh, a few years ago. And, and basically what happened is that I had been living in Boston for about 16 years. I had been sort of an ensemble member in many different bands. I learned a lot. I was in a world music band. I was in an alternative jazz fusion band. Um, and I just, you know, I went to Berkeley, and it, it, it was a great training ground for me. But I was in all these different projects, and I really hadn't found my own voice. I wasn't doing a lot of R&B. I wasn't doing a lot of traditional contemporary jazz. And so I just looked up, and, you know, I started singing. I had my first gig at 17 at a, a jazz club in, in called Wiles, and I used to sing just standing there looking at the floor. You know, I didn't know anything about it. So 10, 15 years later, I'm looking up, and I'm still in the same place kind of doing the same thing. And I said, you know, I've got to change the channel on my life. I'm looking at, you know, at that time I was about 30-something years, 30 years old, and I just didn't want to be doing the same thing year after year. And so I took a big risk. I quit my job. I cast in my retirement. I moved to New York. I got a tent job. I sublet an apartment. And I was like, well, let me see what I can make happen here. And I think that's why I'm so determined because in New York mm-hmm. you really can't, you know, you can't let things settle. You can't uh, let the dust grow under your feet. You have to keep moving. So it's been a great ride ever since. So I can't complain. Wow. And, and, you know, in New York is one of those cities, it, it really keeps moving. And if you're not moving to New York, you're just going to slow motion. I mean, exactly. it's, it's just a whole new beast in New York. But now when you did that, why, as opposed to California, why New York? Because, you know, California is where a lot of music and a lot of the uh, the uh, corporate-type uh, uh, labels are. So why why New York as opposed to California when you made the move? Well, California is amazing. I will give it that. And I was actually, Ryan and I have been talking. I'm sure there's a point uh, very soon or in the next few years where we'll have to relocate to California. But right now, for one thing, New York was closer to Boston. And New York, the Northeast is a powerful hotbed of really great music. And it's a great, um, it's a great place to launch yourself. Um, even though L.A. is awesome, I think New York is, is, is more gritty, it's more urban, it's more independent as opposed to major, um, and, and I like that. I like the feel, I like the energy of the city, I like that it has more convenience. You don't necessarily have to have a car to live in New York, whereas you do have to have one in L.A. and California. You know, so there were a lot of things that went into play, and I think New York has served me well. So at the end of the day, I'm glad. It, it was the right decision to make, I think. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. And then, like, you know, I, I think Terry's going to have to take a trip to New York because, like you said, you, you don't really need a car up in New York at all. You can travel everywhere by the subway and <laughs> that New York. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Terry, I mean, New York is just totally different. But, you know, like you said, you know, it's, it's a different beast. And then you have a lot, I, and it has agreed, you do have a lot of artists coming from New York, like uh, Eric Roberson. Uh, right. You, know, you have, uh, you know, P.J. Morton, you know, from the East Coast. And uh, like I said, you have Philadelphia, who, who is, of course, Philly is, is really the home of uh, basically Neo Soul right now. There's so many artists coming out from the East Coast. So I do agree with you with your explanation as far as, you know, the difference between New York and Cali. But, uh, you know, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm definitely yeah, on board now with you when you said that. Well, and I hear, yeah. But I hear what you're saying because I've been looking at a lot of folks like, you know, Mary Mary and um, 
uh, other folks who are out in, in L.A. who are doing some really major things. And I think once you get to a certain point in your career as a musician, you really do need to start looking at being bicoastal. And, you know, I definitely would love to connect with some of the more major uh, you know, I'd love to get, for instance, major distribution. I don't necessarily want a record label, but I would love to get a distribution deal, things like that. And I think for, to make those larger moves, you do need to be closer to L.A. and closer to California. But um, so, I, so I haven't ruled it out. I haven't ruled it out. That's all I'll say. All right. But well, then again, do... I may be going to Europe, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you it, when and if you do make it to the West Coast, please let me know. Please, uh, yeah, because you know I'm in Las Vegas. I'm a four or five hour drive from LA, and yeah. um, you know I could definitely drive up and come see you perform. I would love to do that. I would love it. And listen, I mean, I I would love to perform on the West Coast. I mean, I'm you know. I love Oakland, I love Yoshi's, I love, you know, the L.A. spots, you know, jazz clubs and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I would love to come out there and make some music, and I know some musicians who are in that area, so it would be be easy for me to make that transition. So I'll take any recommendations that people have. I definitely want to perform all over the world, the U.S. and and everything. So I may be living in New York at the moment, but that does not mean I can't buy a plane ticket. So, I know that. Let me know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that now, so now, I want to piggyback on that as well because, you know, I'm I'm in the D.C. area. We have a lot of uh, neo-soul artists come through here, you know, at the different mm-hmm. uh, small venues here. So have you thought about coming down to uh, the D.C. area? Yeah, I've tried to do some stuff in D.C. The, the, you know, the issue with, with, um, with independent artists, I've been having this conversation with folks, for, especially for the last, like, two weeks now as I've released this album, the biggest challenge for an independent artist is to secure a booking agent and deal with people who know the venues and the various promoters in different areas. And so I, I've definitely reached out to D.C. venues and haven't found one um, that would work just yet, but I would love for it, it. Like I said, if anyone has any recommendations, if you know some folks, let me know because D.C. is, is definitely closer than L.A. and we can make a trip down there to perform at any time. So yeah. I'm willing. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I well, well, I guess after, well, I say after the show, uh, maybe Terry can give you my number, and I can you know give you a couple of spots to look into and everything. So that would be not great. Okay. okay. We'll do. All right. Area code seven zero three. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz with Raj Jalari Barnes. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Thuggy. Hi, Thuggy. Raj Jalari. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? All right. Hey, look, I just uh, caught a quick listen of you talking about D.C. and everything. And I do know some folks that will probably be able to help you out with that. Okay, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, and if any, it just, just so everybody knows, me and Raj go back. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just listened to, I just finished listening to her album, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah, we've been friends really for a long awesome. time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, for sure. I had to support you. You know how we do and everything. But I just wanted to give you a shout-out and everything, let you know that I have been listening and all of that good stuff. So, uh, But, yeah, you definitely have to get to D.C. because uh, they're missing out. Okay, sounds good. All right, so I need my D.C. folks to help me out. So I will definitely yeah. uh, talk with you offline. Thank you. No problem. I'll be in touch with you. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. All right, let's get into some music. I'm going to start with track number four, Peace. Tell me about this one. Peace is an, oh, my gosh, it's one of my favorite songs on the album, although they're all my favorites, but it's one of my favorites. <laughs> it has, it had, we were talking about New York. It has that definite New York sound. It starts off with a girl who is, at the train station, and she's super frustrated. She's about to miss her train, and, you know, you just feel like how you start the day off dictates kind of how your day goes, you know? Like if you wake up in the morning and you stub your toe, you can make a decision to say, oh, man, that's going to ruin my whole day, or you can turn it around and look at your own center and, and get your, find your peace and calm yourself down. So peace is that sort of relaxing mantra to remember to find the peace within. So I hope you guys enjoy it. This is Pete. All right.
got to dump my train. Oh, don't close. Oh, man. Ugh. This is going to mess up my whole day. I just know it. Okay, I just need to take a minute. I just got to breathe. I just got to breathe. I just got to breathe.
That was Peace from Raj Delari's new CD, Journey of a Woman. You can find that on her website, rajdelari.com. Um, follow her on Twitter at Raj Delari Music. Um, so, Raj, I was uh, I mentioned earlier that you finished this album in like two months. That also included a photo shoot. So let's talk a little yes. bit about that. Yeah, I am really, um, I'm really excited and, and truly grateful at the team that I have. I have an awesome stylist. Her name is Stephanie Allen, and um, a makeup artist. Her name is Cami Williams Person, and my photographer Kevin Tyson. They keep me looking, you know, good. So <laughs> we did a and photo shoot. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Cold. I was just, I was oh, just gonna okay. say, your makeup artist is the bomb. The girl is the bomb. Yes, yes. That's Beautiful. my girl. Cammy is 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 amazing, and she's um she she just really does awesome work. And I like that she never makes you feel like you're too overly done. You know, mm-hmm. most of the time you get mm-hmm. your makeup done, and you got like a whole other layer going on. I don't like that. So she hooks yeah. me up. But the thing that was funny about the photo shoot was I, I said, you know, I, so I came back from the from the London trip. I think it was October 13th. We came back, and I said, all right. We got to kick it in gear. So I did the photo shoot before we even started recording the album. And we literally chose like a Saturday in early November. And it must have been the coldest day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, today it's freezing. It's like, you know, one degrees or something like that. But at the time it was like 30, 40 degrees. And I had on these dresses that had like lace in them and all this other kind of stuff. And I had to look like I was completely relaxed. And I Mm -hmm. I was just freezing. So it was really funny. That was just a you know tip of, tip of the um, of the photo shoot, but it was worth it because we got some great images. So I can't complain. Yeah, some beautiful stuff. And you're a model, and so usually models, you know, will like for a spring summer campaign. Most of the shoots are done during the winter um, when it's yeah. cold stuff. So yeah. Wow. But, yeah, you did a beautiful, um, beautiful job, uh, really nice pictures um, and everything. So that's great. Thank I I um, wanted to also mention about your uh, the next song that I'm going to play, Open Air. You've done a, a video, a behind-the-scenes footage video on that. Um, and are you doing working on any other videos for this um, album? We have. So we've released. Um, the song that you just heard, Peace, we actually released on YouTube a behind-the-scenes video of that where we turned off the lights in the, in the studio and just really tried to create the, the ambiance of the song as we were recording it. So we have that on YouTube. And then um, Open Air, we also recorded – we recorded basically uh, Soundworks recording studio. This woman, Sandra Cross, was there the entire time that we did the session. We did We recorded all the – band stuff in one 10-hour session okay so so nine songs we did all at once um and the folks at soundworks are really awesome and sandra recorded it all and then edited all the footage so open air has a lot has a live behind the scenes video to it journey of a woman has a live behind the scenes and then peace as well and then we'll be releasing some more in the next coming week coming weeks so folks can stay tuned to the to the uh youtube channel and see more about it how did you do it all in two months? How did you do that? With a lot of caffeine and uh, <laughs> a little bit of insanity. <laughs> wow. No, seriously, I'm blessed with some awesome musicians. I mean, yeah. my, like I said, my producer, um, the drummer that you hear on the project, Avery Hartgrove. Let me tell you something. Avery was is so talented that we literally recorded, I think it was like 12 hours all told that session, we recorded every song, and out of everybody in the band, we had to edit his stuff the least. We have full tracks of him playing from start to finish where he does not make one mistake. And anyone who knows a drummer and knows how the rec- how recording process goes, usually there's something that you have to fix in every little song. You know, there's something that either someone plays a little bit too late or something like that, but he's such a talented drummer that there were whole takes of songs that we didn't have to edit at all. So I think a lot of it, a lot of the reason why the album went so well was because of the people who were involved in making it. So Mm -hmm. I I can't take credit. You know, I asked them would they be willing to do it, yes, but they really stepped up and made it happen. So I'm truly grateful for them for that. Wow. All right. Okay, so the next song is Open Air. Tell me about this one. 
Open Air, um, the funny thing about Open Air is the chorus of it um, I wrote when I was single, and I was thinking, you know, it would be really nice to be able to turn to someone and have them say it's okay and, you know, be able to relax and have that, you know, waiting to exhale moment. I had been single for about eight years before I met my boyfriend, and um, I just hadn't found the right person. And as I was writing the song, he and I started dating. And so the rest of the song, aside from the chorus, was actually written after we got together. So he, it's really like my little love song to him because he, you know, makes my life so much better. And um, so it's like a breath of, breath of fresh air. And, and uh, my producer, Aaron, created the track, and then I ended up writing the lyrics to it and the melody and the bridge and all that. So it's, it, this song is truly a labor of love. Mm, all right. This is Open Air. I 
All right, that was Open Air from Raj Jalari's new CD, Journey of a Woman. So now you have set your intentions um, on making it to the Grammys, to the Grammy stage. Uh, will you be submitting Journey of a Woman for next, next year's review? Absolutely. As soon yeah. as, as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely, was, I definitely want to be at the Grammys 2015. So, okay. absolutely. Oh, well, good. I hope you make it. I really hope you make it. And Thank I you. also... This, this, go ahead. This, no, I was just going to say, I really, you know, it's really important to set your intention, to claim it, to declare it. And even on the days where I go, am I crazy? Who am I, who am I to say I'm a winner, Grammy? <laughs> even on those days, uh, I say it anyway, because I need yeah. to... I need to know that my dreams have a right to be fulfilled, that my destiny mm-hmm. was created for a reason, and that I'm going to get there. So absolutely, yes. Yeah. You know, we can talk ourselves out of, out of anything. You know what I'm saying? We don't need somebody else yeah. to tell us we can't. Sometimes we can just talk ourselves out of it. So you have to keep that that going. Um, and so you have set another intention to be on the cover of some magazines, and I thought that was really cool. Um, you got some vision boards going. So tell us about that. Yes, I, you know, I'm really trying to uh, plan out what I want to do for 2014. And so vision boards, as we know, help a great deal. And so I really wanted to to make, I wanted to let folks know these are the, these are where I, this is where I'm trying to go. So I want to be on Essence. I want to be on Ebony. I want to be on Sister to Sister. I want to be on um uh, Downbeat magazine. I want to be on Pose magazine. I love to have the cover, Tiffany. If you listen, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> I know. I know. Oprah always graces the cover of all magazine. But can I just sit in the background somewhere? I just be like in the corner somewhere. Can I just get a shout out? You know, I'm trying to do whatever I can where, wherever I can. So mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah, L magazine vibe. All of those, you guys. I, I look at them all the time. I look at them every day. It's like, okay, this is the next level. This is the next step. And not only is she talking about being on these magazine covers, she has posted the magazines that she the covers she wants to be on on her website. So you can uh, see that on RajDelari.com. Her first name is spelled R A J D as in David U L A R I. So definitely check her out. Now, have um, you sent um, any of your music to any of the magazines? Because you know uh, the sister sister publisher, Jamie Foster uh, Brown, she's from here, from the D.C. area. So have you sent your music out to anybody? I tweeted Miss Foster today, let me tell you, with the link <laughs> to, the, to the album. I'm trying to tell listen, if you know how to reach Jamie, holler at me and let me know because I will send her an email. <laughs> I send them in as much as I can every day. I'm like, what blogs can I email? Who can I ask this time? I mean, you you can send your general emails to these magazines, which I have, but any contacts that people know, at this point I'm just doing a call to action. Fans, friends, loved ones, anybody who likes jazz, if you know something, let me know. If you have a contact, trust and believe I will follow up on it, and I won't disappoint if I get the opportunity. So, yeah. Mm, okay. All right, let's listen to one more song. Um, Juicy, tell me about this one. Ooh, okay, so I have loved Juicy Fruit by Matume for a long time, probably since I was a little too young to be listening to the song, but mm-hmm. I loved it. And so a dear friend of mine a while back, my friend Calvin Brown and I were sitting down making music and talking about the arrangement of this song, and uh, Calvin ended up touring and, and traveling internationally. So when I was doing the album, I brought this, the, the idea to my producer and said, can you help us finish this arrangement? Um, I've always wanted to cover this song, and it has a very special solo in the middle of it by my dear friend and amazing violinist, Monique Brooks-Roberts. So this is my take on this wonderful soul classic, Juicy Fruit. Sugar thing, my talk. 
There you go, Juicy from Journey of a Woman. Um, you definitely want to pick up this CD. Again, you can find it on Raj's website, rajdelari.com. So, Raj, I also follow you on Instagram, and you um, recently posted a uh, statement where you said, if a door closes, walk around and knock on the window. I love that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> that goes back to the magazine covers that we were talking about. You know, I just really, right now I'm looking for, we we are fortunate in New York uh, that we have a lot of folks who support the music, um, but what we discovered last year is that our audience has grown quite a bit. So I'm mm-hmm. looking for a venue in New York to host our album release party. So I've been uh, reaching out to some folks and, you know, trying to get a venue that's a step up from what we've done before. And it's been a little bit of a challenge, and so I just wanted to tell myself that and encourage other folks, too. You never need to take no for an answer. If you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, you just have to keep going until you get the yes. And so I've been emailing folks and calling folks. I'm determined to get into places like the Blue Note and BAM. And um, uh, really, uh, there's a beautiful venue called Le Croissant Rouge that I want to perform at, so I just wanted to remind myself and remind everybody else along with me, we can never, ever, ever give up. So that's what that was about. I love that. And, you know, in New York, it's so so big and has so many uh, venues. I mean, it's it's, it's like a lot of venues in New York. I I see people posting all the time about their performing here, uh, like the Blue Note or at the uh, Sugar Bar, the uh, Ashford and Simpson mm-hmm. uh, uh, venue, and places yeah. like that. I'm like, I'm like, New York is just. And even you guys even have outdoor venues, and uh, you know, I don't know how long you've been in New York, but you could go to New York and just drive the subway and get off and walk around, and you can find some stuff. You know, people just they'll they'll just set up something right out in the, in the middle of the street or inside of a park and just start performing right there. If that's how New York is, so. You shouldn't yeah, have any problem in, in New York finding the place, definitely. Yeah, and that, New York is amazing for that. I think for me, when I put on concerts, I don't just think about the music that we're doing. I think about the ambiance in the room. I think about the food that they're going to serve, the type of drinks that they have, what the decor looks like. All of that goes into right. every event that I put on. And, you know, because there are so many venues in New York and because there are so many concerts, People, if, if people can see you every day, then they're not going to really come out. They'll be like, oh, I'll see her next week. You know, I just, That's you know, right. she's, playing, she's playing at the same place every month. I'll go out next month. But if you really want to create a niche audience and if you really want to create a high-quality, high-end performance, then you need to be selective about the places that you choose and you mm. really want to uh, make a, make a high-quality event. So in searching for venues, I have a few particulars that I'm looking for. <laughs> But um, yeah. but it's it's been going really well, and we've been getting really great responses. So I plan on being able to make an announcement about our album release concert date very soon. So folks, stay stay tuned to the website and Facebook and all that, because, you know, I'll blast it as soon as I have it. Now, how about Jersey? Have you looked at any places in Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey's awesome. I'm trying to find something that's located uh, typically in, in middle Manhattan just because that makes it easier for everybody to get to. I have a lot of listeners in Jersey and Brooklyn and, uh, you know, Queens and, and Staten Island, and so I want to just find a central location everybody can come to uh, that, fit, that holds everybody. So that's right. my goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So now last summer when um, – Tim and I interviewed you. After the interview, we were talking about how you would make a great public speaker. Have you, oh, really? Had you ever thought about that? Yes, yes. We thought you would make you a know, great public speaker. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, you know, I would love to. I, I think it's um, my goal is always to encourage folks. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, as women, we definitely have to encourage ourselves and, and encourage other people. And so any opportunity that I'm given to do that, I, I would love to do it. So, you know, yeah. I enjoy talking to people. Obviously, I enjoy performing for people and everything. So, so you, you know, would be good at it. You would definitely be good at it. Yeah. Okay. So do you guys have any upcoming dates um, that we can let the listeners know about? Um, not right now. We are okay. uh, really working on the the album release concert date. Uh, that's that's what's going on right now. Um, as soon as okay. I have that, I'll let you know. I am talking with folks in Europe about um, 
performing over the summer, so I'm waiting to get that confirmed before I make an announcement. So I can't let the, the cat out of the bag just yet. But if no. folks stay, um, if you stay tuned to rosdelari.com slash events or my social media pages, I make announcements, as you know, Terry, every week. Mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. every Thursday something new is happening. So if folks okay. sign up for my mailing list or uh, follow me on social media, you'll find out about it. Okay. All right. Well, great. All right. Mike, do you have any other questions? Mike, Did I lose Mike? Okay. Well, okay. Well, Raj, thank you again. I'm I'm very happy that uh, we were able to talk to you again. I so enjoyed talking to you last summer, and um, I am very I admire you so much for your determination and your passion that you have for your music and your career. And I'm with you all the way. I hope you make it to the Grammys. Um, I definitely, you. you know, yeah, that is definitely, I hope you definitely, definitely make that. And good luck to you and can much more continued success to you in all of your endeavors. You are, I tell you, a fierce woman, girl. You are a fierce one. Thank you. And thank you for having such an awesome radio show. Independent artists like myself would not be able to even get the word out without you guys giving us a minute, you know, a second playing our, our, our music. Um, and keeping us in rotation. So thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. It's my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, So definitely keep us in touch. Uh, What's going on with the music and everything, we'll definitely keep that going, um, you know, in terms of your dates and where you're going to be performing. And hopefully you'll make it to the West Coast. Absolutely, absolutely. This year we'll make it to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, and I hope you make it down to DC too. I'm sitting here going through your stuff, uh, and and I remember Terry telling me about your uh, work from the last album that you had, and uh, and I, I think I was on that show, Terry. I don't, I don't know because of, I know you had a music video. I've seen a couple of your music videos. Or I think that's maybe mm-hmm. the email that Terry had, but uh, mm-hmm. everything was very, very nicely done. And like I said, and uh, yeah. congratulations on the new CD. And uh, Thank just like you. Terry, I hope that you get you know everything that you uh, you know hope for. And then, and, and actually, another name you could go for too is a, Inspire for another uh, title of your next video. Or, or oh yeah. Inspire. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Write that down, and, and, and I need a credit for that too. But uh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but no, but like, but uh, you know, we we really really enjoy interviewing artists like yourself who has the uh, determination and the motivation to go out and, and do mm-hmm. what you've been uh, called to do by, uh, you know, um, God and everything. Because you ladies and guys, you know, you guys put in a lot of work that people don't really see behind the scenes. Right. And then they think Thank that you, you just go to to the venue and you just start singing, oh, okay, that's all she does. But like with you going out here and you traveling to London and coming back and, you know, completing the CD in two months, that's a lot of work that you had to put into. So... Said, yes, thank you. That, definitely. Yeah, we definitely don't want that to go unnoticed for sure. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank and, and, you. I and you're a very that. beautiful woman, too. I'm looking at your pictures and everything, but I know you said you had a boyfriend, so I don't <laughs> want him coming to D.C. to look me up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he's from Brooklyn, so you know, don't mess with my dude now. <laughs> no, but I appreciate it. And, you know, it does, it does take a hard, it does take a lot of work. It's, you know, it's really amazing. Um, it, it, it does take a lot of work, but thankfully I have a lot of awesome people to help me out, so... Uh, but I need the fans, I need the loved ones, I need people to really spread the word about this album. It will not get to the Grammys unless people share it. So thank you again for the radio, and, and please, folks, if you like the music, definitely tell your friends, tell everybody. So thank you. Thank you, Raj. It's been such a pleasure again to speak with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right, that was Raj Delari Barnes. Her new CD is called Journey of a Woman. You can find it on her website, rajdelari.com. Follow her on Twitter at Raj Delari Music and on um, Instagram as well. Oh, I think, are you still, no, she hung up. Okay. Uh, I will find out her Instagram name and give that to you. So, Mike, what's going on in your area? Uh. Cold weather. <laughs> That's it here. Uh, even if it was something going on, Terry, I wouldn't advise anybody to go outside in this weather. Okay, it is cold. It was, it was going freezing. on because of that. Yes, indeed. And like Rod said, you know, up there in New York, you know, she said, "What, what it was minus one?" She said, "Yeah." Uh, you know, it's, it's cold all over the East Coast, but. uh you know, there are some things that's coming up, like I said, uh, January the nineteenth, um, uh, the eighteenth. I'm sorry, 
Um, Charm City Jazz is presenting uh, saxophonist Jarrett, guitarist David P. Stevens, and uh, violinist Chelsea Green in the concert. Uh, that's going to be a pretty nice concert to start the year off with. You know, three great independent artists. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's in the Baltimore area, uh, please, um, you know, go to Charm City Jazz and, uh, you know, purchase some tickets and come out and support these independent artists. All right, and we also here in Las Vegas have a jazz concert coming up with the Sax Pack. Um, that is Jeff Koshua, Steve Cole, and Joaquin Joyner. They will be performing on January 25th at the Aliante Casino um, in North Las Vegas. The website is aliantegaming.com. Uh, tickets are only $20. So if you're in the Las Vegas area in the next few weeks, Come on by and hang out and go to the concert. I'm going to pick up my ticket today, so I will definitely be there. And um, check check them out, the Sax Pack. I haven't seen them in a while, and so I'm looking forward to seeing them again um, yeah, uh, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. And well, I also that, wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I also wanted to mention that Mike and I, um, since we were off in December, we interviewed um, drummer Ricky Lawson in November, just a week before Thanksgiving. And um, he suffered a stroke performing at Spagatini's, I think that following week or just before Christmas or something. Uh, But unfortunately, he passed away. So um, that was a great Mike and I call it more of a conversation than an interview that we had with Ricky, and it was really, really good, and we so enjoyed speaking with him and and grateful for the opportunity that we had to talk with him, but um, we just want to, again, send our prayers and thoughts and condolences to his family um, on their loss of such an awesome, awesome drummer and um, a great man. So, gosh, we've lost so many people, just like in the last few months of 2013, and, um, you know, Ray, Carol, uh, Carol Ray, Nicole Leone's manager, and George Duke passed away last year as well. So it's just been a crazy year, 2013, for us losing so many awesome people and artists and stuff. But So we just want to lift those families up and keep them in prayer, um, as, as always. All right, Mike. Tomorrow we are talking to trumpeter Willie Bradley. He is releasing his debut CD called Another Day in Time, produced by Nicholas Cole. And I Nicholas again? Again? Yes, Nicholas Nicholas? again. Can you can you believe it? (laughs) Again, putting it work. (laughs) Nicholas is doing his thing. Okay, all of what twenty. 21, 22, he is doing his thing. So I'm looking forward to talking to Willie tomorrow um, about that. So tune in uh, for that interview. That's at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Sunday, January 5th. All right, Mike. Now, Anything now, else? Before we, well, yeah, just, just one more thing. Uh, I know that, you know, we, we talk every day. A lot of people don't know that. Now, um, New Year's Eve, what was your New Year's Eve like? Look, it was all I could do to stay awake to midnight. That's what my New Year's <laughs> Eve was like. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I said, I, I, you know, I didn't go out either. I just, you know, stayed in and basically, you know, slept after the ball dropped. You know, I dropped too. So yeah. <laughs> it was, it was yeah, over. Really? Yeah, I stayed over. up until yeah. midnight, and after that, I was out too. I went right to bed. So yeah. yeah well, so well, I want to give a shout out to one artist, independent artist, that had a, a, a hell of a New Year's Eve, and that's my buddy Marcus Anderson. Of course, everybody who's following Marcus knows that he's playing with Prince right now, and for the New Year's Eve, uh, that I think it was that week, him, uh, uh, ah, I'm lost in track. Uh, other saxophones, BK, BK Jackson. BK. Uh, those guys playing in Prince Band now, they had a, uh, you know, they played up in New York to bring in, in the new year. And, oh, my God, the video that Marcus posted is just awesome. So, you know, big oh. shout-out to Marcus Anderson for doing his thing for, uh, you know, with Prince on New Year's Eve. And you follow him on Instagram, right? Yeah. Okay, did you see the picture of him playing the saxophone um, and he was leaning up against the wall with his hand on the wall when he was playing to a lady and the caption said, um, let me talk to you for a second? Did you see that one? Yeah, I see now. The, the, the brother is just too smooth, okay? He, he's just too smooth right now. You know what? I'm, I, think I'm, I think I'm a former group officially a, like a hater group on Marcus Anderson. Okay? I got to be hating because this young brother, we, now we've known this young brother for a long time, okay? He has really, really stepped his game up. I mean, I mean, some of the outfits he had, I'm, I'm like, where did he find these outfits? I'm like, yo, Marcus is doing a damn thing for real. I mean, I'm really, really proud of Marcus. 
I and I, some of the pictures he posted, I just, I just want to say I hate you so much, Marcus, <laughs> but I can't post that on, on Facebook or Instagram. But I will tell him when I talk to him the next time. I, I just, I, I mean, I just, he, Marcus makes me hate my life, okay? <laughs> That's how good he's doing, okay? <laughs> the young brother, is, he's playing with Prince. He's, I mean, he's playing that saxophone, some of the suits. Some of those shirts he's wearing, I mean, the women all over him. I'm like, yo, I'm like, <laughs> my goodness, the brother is doing it, doing it up. But extremely proud of Marcus. I'm gonna have to find. I'm gonna have to find that picture on Instagram and post that. That was hilarious to me. Let me talk to you for a second. You playing the saxophone? That was too funny to me. Yeah. yeah all right. Doing it. But yeah, like well, congratulations, uh, to all of the uh, artists that are out there releasing new CDs. Because we definitely need more artists, more independent artists to release CDs uh, this year and upcoming years. Because uh, we really have to, uh, you know, turn this um, genre around. And the artists like Marcus and, and Raj, you know, they're going to definitely do that. You know, with the music yeah. that they're putting out. Definitely, definitely. All right, let me thank those in the chat room. We have a couple of guests in the chat room. Thuggy Taylor, thank you for calling in as well. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.